Well, welcome everyone. We're excited today and at least we began really laughing and smiling with each other because it's been really rough, but here we are. Welcome to Freedom International live stream. And with me is our special guest, Dr. Stefan Lanka from Germany. But together, all of us will have a wonderful, impactful conversation, hopefully. And I am Grace, and I have my Quantum Nurse podcast, and I am in New Jersey. But I am originally from the Philippines, so I say hi to my Filipino people all over the world. And um, I have Hartmut Schumacher and Hartmut with Go Your Own Path from Germany. So, and Carl is in Ireland with Made in Nature. And uh, Mary Elizabeth, Dr. Mary Elizabeth of Mindful Empowerment from the, right now, the best state in New Jersey, uh, in US, I think, from Florida. <laughs> and of course, we have Steve from Awakened Mind all the way in Asia, originally in Long Island. So these are my new contact, my new friends, my new comrades, and we're doing this because we have a mission in life and we found each other. So thank you so much for the viewers. Please, when you like this and it's meaningful to you and you know someone could use such information, conversation and inspiration, please share, okay? So thanks again. So for those of you who don't know, Dr. Stefan Lanka is a German biologist and virologist, although he has since shed the virologist category and that was like in 2015 when he, even before 2015, I believe in 2011, when he initiated a case in, uh, in, in Europe and that is to, so just like in response to, the mandate of making missiles vaccine mandatory. So that's when he decided to sue and to, to really un, um, sh uh, sorry, to, to let the people know that there's a myth about uh, about virus and our understanding. And in fact, in, in the article, it says that biologist Stefan Lanka bets over 100,000 100, dollars and missiles that isn't a virus and he won he wins in german federal supreme court and so i was wondering i think dr stefan lanka has been making friends and enemies because <laughs> he's been speaking the truth but i my how did you end up with first being a virologist obviously you have the love for science you have the love for biology virologists and now you say no all the things that you have been learning, you've been doing is like questionable. So that would mean a lot of change in educational system. How how did you end up loving it to now exposing a lot of things? Well, thank you very much for having the opportunity. But uh, look, uh, let's go step by step. I mean, uh, first, I have to thank you coming uh, together with you, which have who have uh, experience out of an intellectual, uh, historically, uh, you know, intellectual crown system, you know. And uh, this is, I think, more important because life is going to stay a secret. We can only approach uh, step by step, but um, 
we won't uh, hit it. And um, a very clever Austrian thinker, philosopher, he said, and when you reach the level, then please uh, throw away the ladder you climb this level, you know, in order not going back or use it again, you know. And um, so this is I what I'm feeling a little bit and um, that I see that um, most of the things I'm dealing with, with are uh, concepts, right? Or at least, uh, you know, the honest uh, work to describe uh, what we see, uh, to describe life, but, um, and, but the more I know, uh, uh, the sure I am that it's a, a secret we can only very cautiously uh, approach and should not make a mistake uh, uh, to claim that we found uh, the truth. And this is what I find it's very uh, nice in, in, in Chinese philosophy, at least as a, a, a medical doctor uh, told me. She told me that she learned, she was teach that the models we are learning today could be wrong tomorrow. And so with this attitude, I, I, I go into my lectures and um, I say, look, only the second best <laughs> explanation I, I'm going to represent, uh, the better is coming, is going to come tomorrow. And with this, everything it's go, uh, goes much uh, smoother. So this is my introduction, right? And um, when you told me that I made enemies, then um, I have to admit that I did. And I did uh, because of a misconception of mine, because I thought um, that virology, at least from a certain time on, definitely at the age, uh, time, at the age of HIV and AIDS, uh, has been a fraud because there was some manipulation, which I considered as scientific fraud. And this I could even read in the newspapers. And I thought when it's so obvious that that the one who was claimed to discover HIV was committing a, a severe a manipulation in the lab, you know. And uh, so I thought when I could read this in the newspaper that the, the governments should know. And so I thought and I was, I was convinced that um, they are inducing fear upon the people knowingly, so by intention. This is why I wrote a, a terrible book with uh, the name AIDS, the crime, right? And um, this was bad for me and this was bad for everybody and this was bad mm -hmm. for the movement because uh, this was wrong. And when I then came under pressure with the measles virus process, I asked for a scientific paper in which the proof of uh, the measles virus is going to be claimed and proven by scientific methods because I knew such a paper does not exist. And um, with this, I tried to demonstrate in public that there is no proof. And it's not that I was suing somebody because this I tried in the past, at least it, it, it was not me, it was a colleague who had this idea uh, to go in the penalty law, but then yes. all somebody told us, a state lawyer said, look, we are not free. We are under the rule of the Minister of Internal Affairs and you can't possibly win in the penalty law. So you have to go to civil law and just uh, make a bet that and the one who wants to get this money, uh, you know, he has to deliver the proof. 
so we started with 10,000 euros. Nobody came with 30,000 pounds in London. Duisberg all of a sudden came and said, look, the retro rises do exist, but it's harmless, you know. But no, they even do not exist. So uh, Duisberg itself could not understand that his uh, uh, life work, retro biology, mm -hmm. is, a, is a misconception. And then you will see a hero of the eight scene himself, um, you know, uh, could not jump over his, his shadow. And this is sure, it's, 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 it's terrible. And... Um, at the end, the, the measles virus process showed that um, six papers given into the court, um, they have not been, no a single one, a proof of a virus. But what the judge and nobody knew, because I was not telling them at this time, that one of the six papers is the central basis of all modern virology. And this is taken away. So the descendants took away the scientific and with this the legal justification um, of all biology because all what's happening now with with corona that we have to take masks and to be tested and indirectly directly forced to get vaccinated this is all ruled by the the laws on infectious diseases but all those laws international in every country um, are asking all people involved to carry out science on the latest level of science. So, and this is it where the all things ends because science and the rule of science are written down since '98. And so this is um, what's what's going on in this field. And um, I have this sentence. This is part of the right statelyhood here in Germany and in the European Union. And now we are going to use this in to put this into practical law. That means that we are writing now to the health authority, look, we no. have this sentence and it shows that this paper has no proof, but this is the central basis for all virology. So all virology is flawed and cannot be uh, said to be scientific. Therefore, the law of infectious diseases has no power because it's rejected by a scientific fact and by a court ruling. And this is what is now uh, starting in, in, in Germany. So this is going to have a, a good end. And to make the sh story short with uh, Corona, and then to speak about the important things, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> On life and, uh, you know. Um, okay. This is a way. Um, the point is that um, Corona or COVID in the first time of history, it's a definition of a syndrome which no limitation. <clears throat> That's essential to understand. AIDS, measles, influenza, all are all syndromes, right? But how? the involvement of, of SARS and then the crisis in Wuhan and what all happened, um, the responsibles were forced to use a new definition, not using SARS because it has been proven that none of them with lung pneumonia was infecting another one. 
that was sure. But the hype was there. We had positively results in China with the test of the German virology trust. And so the international scene was forced to define a new SARS, and that was COVID, coronavirus-associated disease, right? So, and this is a definition without edge. This is a definition which is said, this is an unspecific syndrome catalog. So it means it's ever increasing. So the people even being tested, even being vaccinated, they get ill again. So it must be a, a mutation or the vaccine doesn't work. So they are, the whole medicine is in a trap because they constructed, not they constructed. This is what happened in history, a balloon, which now it's going to grow quicker and quicker and automatically it's going to explode. Because in medicine, all the power goes now into this field and the money and resources are lacking in all the other fields. And so medi medical doctors, etc., all are standing up more and more because uh, they lack all the money. I mean, you have to think that uh, incredible amount of money is going uh, into the tests every year and the economy is damaged. And so this balloon, which is not able to be stopped as long the whole concept is blowing up it's automatically it's going to explode or with some legal actions where i am absolutely convinced that we are going to succeed because i know how to win court cases right and um, so this is we start from the very uh, low level now and then uh, we hope that soon we are going to uh, let the balloon implode right and then uh, all the misconceptions have a chance to become realized what's going on on the one hand, to accept reality. And on the other hand, we have much better explanation for life, for getting ill, for getting heal, uh, uh, healthy again, you know. This is already there and this is well established and uh, could be easily applied on the, on the general population. But what I think is, uh, in this, what I was learning about the so-called new medicine of this German doctor, Rieke Gerd Hammer, that we even now understand why we are changing all of a sudden our mind, our behavior, you know, getting manic or depressive or, you know, aggressive whatsoever. So this is for the first time in, in, in the known history of, of humanity that uh, we are able to understand our own and therefore we must not judge other ones so we'll have really a basis of understanding and peace and harmony which is which is there in biology when you just look at it right and so this is a unique chance and um, so i think um, yeah we can be all happy that does not mean that we are not spreading the word but we can do it really quietly with self-confidence with joy and and not with anger right and probably to to add the last thing in this uh, corona thing it's um, we carried out the control experiment a second time in the measles virus process we carried out but the judge said no we must not uh, recognize or look at this because you won already they had to look on them because it's about life 
and health and deadly inf uh, vaccination damages. So they had to look, but they were not looking. Now we carried out the, the whole uh, control experiments again using healthy human tissues and we'll get the same kind of dying, the same kind of pictures like virologists are getting. And what is essential, we'll get a, the same nucleic acid with the same technique assembled like the virologists doing. Look, we have the viral genome. This will get um, in the same way like virologists are getting those uh, 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 sequences, but with very healthy, never infected uh, human material. And so we have the experimental disproof of virology and we have even the, the, the experimental disproof of all virology because with such a data set for constructed for one virus, you can do the assembly for all kind of different kind of virus in the same moment, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> and that's the proof that uh, there was a self-fooling, and I should not say fooling because it's it's emotional and it, it's going to hit uh, uh, those people. But um, it's in a way a, a blindness, which is historical grown, at least in my eyes and my understanding, since two and a half thousand years. So that's uh, what I have to say as a virologist. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> ex-virologist, ex-virologist. Yeah. <laughs> could, you could be an ex-virologist, but the point is there are systems in uh, as a scientist that anyone could, you know, if they just follow diligently and honestly with all credibility, then even as a virologist like you, here you are able to speak about the truth. So there will be, thank you, we need to clone you. <laughs> no, 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 no. no I know no, no. you're working very well with, uh, with uh, Andrew Kaufman and Tom Cohen so, and, and other doctors. Thank mm -hmm. you so much. And in lieu mm -hmm. of time, because all the rest have so many questions, I'm going to pass it on to Hartmut. But thank you for everything that you do. Thank you for giving me this opportunity. And of course, uh, learning from you. I mean, that's the next issue for me. I mean, the things I know, I'm on my way, uh, uh, you know, constructing a, a brain scanner to get the, 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 the new medicine much quicker out there, you know. But this is only one perspective. Um, the next challenge I have already is uh, the findings uh, of uh, several uh, researchers they are not living at the moment. This is Bruno Gröning, a healer, a German healer. Then this is uh, uh, Eugen Rosenstock, you see. I, I consider him the, the strongest thinker we had. He, he went away from planet Earth in, in 73, right? And he's so strong and he helped me a lot of understanding, but he also gave me the next challenge because he said all about life and all about healing, it's the word and the power of the word. So this is in in essence what he is saying, you know. So I'm already start to think about how a human, you know, a human body developed around the ears, you know. 
<laughs> and the importance of music, you know, because this can express much more uh, uh, than words combined with rhythm. And then there we are already in these ancient healing things, you know, and uh, uh, which uh, can express and transport information or get information out of you by music, vibration, whatsoever. I mean, and connect you. You know, to, to those fields where, you know, all the information is there. And this is the next step uh, for me to learn. And so I have to be uh, thankful and I am grateful being in contact with you who definitely have uh, such uh, information and working with this. So thank you. It's a real pleasure to have you here, Stefan. And uh, I, as, I, as I told you, I live in France, then one. 40 kilometers away from Rosenheim, where we had Bruno Kuning. Yeah, and um, yeah. this energy is still there till at nine o'clock in the morning or nine o'clock in the evening. <laughs> it's really nice. But um, before I before we start talking about this, I want to talk about hope and about the serious situation in Germany, um, because you have this experience uh, with the trial or uh, with the court from uh, with the measles control from 2012 to 2017. So you have an experience how the court works. And the problem or what I'm facing is, or what I think many people who are have a critical perspective concerning this uh, COVID thing, um, is the timing. Yeah. For example, the World Bank has uh, the coronavirus is a project which goes to 2024, 2025. And um, when we, when you want to prove that everything, or let's say all the viruses is, is wrong, in that moment, you there is no basic for all these measurements at the, at the moment. But uh, on the other hand, we have, as Dr. Rainer Filmich already said, we have a very deep connection between the courts and the government in Germany. And, um, and on the one hand, we have the strong measurements. We have, for example, also very, um, by accident, we have, for example, now the, the flood in Ahrweiler, which is already a hotspot. And uh, our health minister is already predicting that we will have uh, a value of 800 cases per 100,000 um, inhabitants in October. So the measurements will become, let's say, they, they want to force us to the measurements quite fast and quite soon. And winning the court case can take years. So how shall people deal with these things? Can they put hope in the things? Can they, shall, can they um, put hope in the court cases? Can they, how do they try to survive? What, do you, what, what is your message for these people who are counting on the court case? But on the other hand, the timing of the government is different. Look, I think the majority of political leaders and politicians are the least responsible what we have, the people behind them in the administration, they are ruling, they have the knowledge what's going on. And the majority of them is honest and responsible. The proof, otherwise nothing would work and we would have chaos and whatsoever since long, right? No, it works. Mm -hmm. And um, 
what I've learned when I started to think where the concepts are from, or if there's, if there's a misbehavior. And especially when I integrated Hamas finding what this means, I can understand the, the people. And then I can really explain everything. This, why they run into these uh, things. And um, if I would think there is a, a, a criminal energy, that is a consciousness that they're, you know, they are doing it by bad intention. This is definitely not true. And such kind of thinking and attitude is blocking yourself, your heart, your mind. And, you know, then you are, you are not, not free. And, um, I lost the first round in the trail and thanks God that I lost it because otherwise it would have been only on the local court and nobody would speak about this, right? Mm -hmm. I lost it because I went in with fear and I attracted everything what happened to me because I was afraid what could happen this and this and I was not sure about if everything was good, what I was doing there, right? And therefore, um, there is no place when you are sure about and really honest, and there is no bad intention on your side, you know, the things are going to work because you radiate a, a power and a clearness and a joy. Nobody can, can, can deal with this, you know. So I was absolutely sure that I'm going to win on the high court level, you know, because in meantime, I got a lawyer. He advised me from the back and he said, look, the thing is how you win when you have the popularity, you have to write everything in a manner that every youngster from 14 year old on or 13, 12, who is interested in a thing can understand the issue. And you write friendly and not with this German angel of injustice and, and heaviness, you know, uh, and so you have to have a little bit of uh, British humor with this, not too much to, to be, uh, to, you know, to appear arrogant, but, uh, you know, and this is it. So when the judge is realizing that the things are so easy, they are going uh, to rule in a way that the thing is not going to stick on their hands in in future, and so I'm. And you will see um, the things what we are doing. It's not in court cases like filmic where there is a lot of money, you know, hundred thousand euro for my bed. No, we have uh, uh, tools of legal actions of immediate legal actions, which are way. Uh, you know, free of, of a lawyer. Um, they are really not, not expensive. You can do it on your own and they are really strong measurements, you know. And what is now starting on and there is no time for the people. By the end of September, uh, every child getting in the children's garden or in a new school has to show that it is vaccinated against measles. And so the parents have the right to challenge this, right? And 
they are not going and and they are already in the trap because they should not let the unvaccinated to the school they should punish their parents with two and a half thousand euro and this is already what's happening there so there is no uh, uh, possibility to postpone it you know to to not touch the, this this case and and uh, there is too much fire uh, uh, and we have to experience that a lot of uh, uh, not a lot, but several uh, uh, judges in, in Germany, they ruled very clearly, you know, and they are not alone. They are not alone. And, uh, you know, uh, you will see, you will see. I give a prediction in one year, this Corona is over. You will see. Brilliant. Less than a year. Less than Brilliant. a year. So it's all about, let's say, it's all about the... Um the way to well it's all about the perception uh, as you said if yeah. you let fear if you because you're and the 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 mainstream of the mainstream bombarded are bombarding the population yeah. with fear and yeah. for this reason the people got the fear and um obey like a yeah. stockholm syndrome and um so uh how do you, what is your message to these people for example who let's say, who have or have not got the vaccination so far, because the people who have got the vaccination, they, are, they, they went a specific path, in my opinion. But the people who have not the, uh, have done not the vaccination so far, how shall they overcome the fear? I think this would be very important for them, if you have a map. Look, the vaccination, it's not that danger like they claim. There are some critics saying that 50% to 100% of those being vaccinated they are going to die in, in autumn when the, the, the natural coronavirus is coming and then all, you know, the immune reaction against spike protein. <laughs> I mean, these are all concepts. They have nothing to do with reality. And um, I think this is not the... Um, the the main message is to the people, to the biologists, to the to responsibles, that everybody is going to keep his face. Everybody. And one very nice proof is that really this king of the German anti-COVID movement, Professor Bhakti, you know, from Thailand, uh, he's a really honest, uh, nice man, but he insists on the existence of viruses, you know, because he could not imagine that's not true, because then he's all field what he was doing in his career. He's all thinking on immunology would be automatically uh, uh, wrong. And even this well-known critique, you know, uh, he can't jump over his shadow. And he said, no, the virus exists, but because they, we have five cultures, you can pay them uh, 2,000 bucks, and therefore when you can buy a culture, there must be a virus inside, you know. That's the, uh, and he, I mean, uh, yesterday I had an interview with Gunnar Kaiser. He's a very clever uh, 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 man from He's a brilliant, from he's a brilliant podcast. Brilliant, you know. And I had it with, with it should be with Wodak together, right? 
but technical problems, he could not participate. And so it was only with Professor Kuchera. And Kuchera is claiming himself to be an atheist and uh, fighting against all creationism. And uh, so he was badly prepared for the for the discussion yesterday. We zoomed, filmed it, and should be released on 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 YouTube. You know. And so at the end, he reacted only emotionally. Only emotionally. Science is only science and a good science if you have a lot of paper in respect to journals and if you are not inside an established uh, scientific uh, institution, then you cannot speak about science. And I had to correct him, you know. And um, so he's deep into this thinking uh, in a trap, you know, um, and uh, being proud, uh, being a professor at Stanford University, and, and it shows, you know, but I felt so sorry with this man. And I said, look, I, I suggested to you better to come to meet in person to discuss before uh, a screening, which is going to be published. It's easier to face safe, you know, and it's better to meet in person than I can show you the papers, you know, because his argumentation, I'm sure if this video is going to come out, everybody sees he has, he had, uh, he had lost, you know, 10-0. And uh, um, so it was, it, 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 I, I was sorry. I'm, I'm feeling sorry with, with those people because uh, they, um, all their their uh, self-respect and reputation, what they seem they have, comes out of of misconceptions, right? With they celebrated, you know. And so, the message is: everybody is going to save his face because we are in one ship, and we have one development, and we have all to cope with this. And then, when we as one change this thing, then we can have something stable and then we can uh, jump uh, to have a jump in the development of humankind where symbiosis is going to be the basis of humankind and not war as the father of everything. I mean, and this is a unique chance we have. And I think this is the reason why COVID came into existence. I see. And, um, you, you spoke about the spike protein and the potential death mm. in, the, in the autumn. And this is a very mm. interesting subject because many people who, let's say, think, um, think alternative, alternative, alternatively, yeah, got this fear. And can you please, because they think that by this uh, vaccination, uh, they get an artificial um, virus and this virus would be uh, a mutation in warp speed so yeah. that the immune system doesn't can um, can react on this and then everyone will be also unvaccinated people will die can you please give a comment on on this misconception before i give you to steve okay thank you first of all there is no virus Second, what is considered as a spike protein does exist as a similar protein in all human beings. So when they are looking now, uh, oh, we find the spike proteins, everybody in those vaccinated, they should look in everybody in the non-vaccinated, they will find the same thing. So no control experiments also on, on their science. And uh, second, they believe in the concept of genetic engineering. But they should read the, the uh, even the lay press in, in Germany, it, 
in, in 2008, there is an important article uh, claiming, oh, uh, the public doesn't, is not aware that all concepts of molecular genetics failed. All. And this was in 2008. And this I already knew in 2000, right? And uh, this is one reason for COVID. We invested as a society 50 years in molecular genetics, in genetic engineering. But this is a completely uh, a house of, of, you know, imaginary house. There's nothing left. So nothing ever would come back in return. This is why they have been all so nervous because all their billions invested, you know, we have even high schools, uh, uh, biotechnological uh, high schools in Germany. And this was the reason why the company completely uh, uh, without money, with complete, with full with depths, all of a sudden had to give up their, their individual RNA vaccines on cancer and to jump on Corona when it was not known if this is going to be a public thing or not, stays in Wuhan or not, you know. So uh, otherwise the company BioNTech cooperating with Pfizer would have failed. Another uh, uh, German company, CureVac in Tübingen, they are much more uh, uh, honest, much more uh, with a deeper scientific approach and much more uh, responsible. So they have no product. They had a completely different approach, but they realized a lot of contradiction. So they went back into basic science and uh, were not able to, to, to you know, deliver. And in the community, in the RNA community, by the end in December, uh, two, uh, 2019. It was all written. You can read it in in all uh, uh, technology review paper. You know that uh, RNA technology it's not ready for to uh, be applied on on human because they have only contradiction. For example, when you just inject it with a needle in a muscle, like in those uh, vac you know mass vaccination programs no visible effect whatsoever, no measurable effect whatsoever. So the RNA is completely digested. It's immediately away. So QREC came with another technique to inject uh, the RNA directly with pressure beyond the skin. And then they got too much reaction. And I can tell you, you inject air beyond the skin, salty water, whatsoever, you'll get the same extreme reaction, right? So they became even more cautious, you know, and, uh, but in the end, the RNA does nothing. So that's the second good message, you know, the important message. And um, what matters are the nanoparticles. And they are said, look, we use them as transporters for, for the RNA. No, that's not true. The nanoparticles are so aggressive, they would destroy uh, the RNA immediately. So you can't store nanoparticles and RNA together because they have, uh, they are so reactive, the nanoparticles, they would destroy everything. And this is what, what is causing uh, inflammation uh, here in the muscle. And if you have bad luck, because you have no good muscle or you are weak, you have no energy. So you are old or you are young and are in growing uh, uh, situation where you need all the energy in the growing process or you, you have hormonal changes. So too much female or too much uh, male hormones and then you reverse the energy processes and then uh, uh, the body cannot keep the nanoparticles and then they move quickly.
And this is when all the energy flow to the brain is stopped. That's called narcolepsy. This I predicted that it's going to happen. This I predicted in 2009 when they uh, had the nanoparticles in, in the, uh, the bird and uh, no, swine flu vaccine. And this became public that the German government, the chancellor and the government and the military, serve, the, uh, the military, they have no nanoparticles. So everybody knows that uh, uh, a vaccine without adjuvants has no effect. Therefore, we had adjuvants, but the whole population had the adjuvants. And this became public and therefore the general public, 93% of the population refused the vaccine. So they had to burn everything afterwards, you know. But what happened then, they wrote in the Federal Minister of Health's journal, Bundesgesundheitsblatt, in the issue 12, 2010, you'll find it on the internet. They wrote the whole magazine with the title, Pandemias Lessons Learned. What did we wrong? Well, we discussed in public contradictionary things. So this was not good for, you know, the belief of the population in science. So in future, only one scientist is going to speak in, in public. And what happened? Uh, misinformation was violent on the internet and therefore we have to apply censorship. Even so in the constitution it's written, we have no censorship. Our article 5, sentence 1, no censorship, free uh, opinion, free, free speech, right? So, and uh, this dirty business, the government uh, uh, asked uh, the, the internet companies to carry out, but they did. This was, they were asked by the German government to oppose censorship. Nobody was aware of this. If I'm sure if a strong lawyer, if a, 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 and they are, it, it's going to happen. Only gets this idea, take this journal of the federal government that we have to oppose by the, in the next pandemia, we have to impose censorship. And you go straight ahead to, to the federal, uh, to the constitutional court, and then you win. Because they forgot in the infectious disease to say that this basic right can be violated or can be touched in case of a pandemic, then we oppose censorship. They just forgot to put this to, to, you know, uh, to switch the constitution off in this point. They just forgot it. So there is no intelligence planning all this. <laughs> That's the next uh, good uh, uh, message, you know. So uh, uh, coming back to the, the vaccine, my experience is, of course, this is limited. If you are surviving this uh, in three weeks, the nanoparticles are in a way dissolved. They are not causing thrombocytosis. They are not entering your brain, you know, that you are getting out of conscious or dying with, with too high brain pressure. This is not going to happen. That's, that's what I, I'm observing, you know. So, and all the longer, uh, uh, vaccination damages will see they are psychosomatic. And for example, everything is psychosomatic when you get with a shot, when your behavior is changing, that you will get autistic. You get aggressive, mostly against the mothers because mothers are there you know, to, to, to offer the child to the man with the syringe, right? And so when this happens, you know that a program 
in the so-called new medicine biology started, right? When your behavior changed with this moment, you know immediately this was a vaccination damage. And all those, um, if such a biological conflict is a trauma is lasting, it takes weeks and months to, uh, to see the, um, the, 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 the corporal disease, right? Um, uh, or when you got in the healing process, and those are the, 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 the people, you know, giving us a, a smile, you know, uh, doing a, a selfie at, at the vaccine center, you know, oh, finally vaccinated, I can go out, <laughs> they think, uh, to travel and whatsoever. And then when they really were in panic for several months, right, then I can predict after three weeks, you're going to see symptoms. Because what happened in the first phase of ongoing trauma, it's resolved in the second phase when the trauma is resolved. And this is now called long COVID. And the longer a trauma was lasting, that you are afraid your neighbor is going to kill you, you know. Oh, some people without masks, you know. If this was lasting for, for half a year, the healing process is going to last for half a year. And this is what they are calling long COVID. And they can't understand this. And so all the vaccinated being in panic will going to develop symptoms, all kinds of symptoms. And therefore, the definition of COVID is open. But this will explode all the medicine, the field of medicine, because everything comes together in, in the field of rheologists, you know, and the other specialists on these diseases have nothing to say, have no business, you know. And uh, so they are run out of money, like a lot of people in the population, you know, working in, in, in all kind of uh, um, jobs uh, where are down because of the lockdown, right? So this is uh, uh, why this corona is going down automatically on its own. Brilliant. Thank you so much. It was a very refreshing um, I, I interview. For thank you. Yes, thank you. <laughs> I, I just um, now uh, our latest issue of uh, Wissenschaft Plus, this is a magazine I published mm -hmm. since 2003 and some articles you'll find free on the on the internet and uh, um, both articles on COVID, why uh, COVID has no limitation in its definition, right? It's an uh, uh, unspecific uh, ever-growing syndrome a syndrome complex ever growing. This is uh, these two articles, and uh, of course on vaccination that the dangers are exaggerated. And this exaggeration, it's very dangerous. I give a lot of talks through all the, the time of lockdown. I gave talks, uh, you know, and a third of my listeners of the audience, you know, are completely nervous and 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 really shaken, disabled because they could not prevent that their partners or adult children got vaccinated. Or a, a lot of families are under severe pressure or even split because one want to get the child vaccinated, the other one not. And, uh, and then even when you hear that your partner or your vaccinated child is going to die in autumn, and when a Professor Bhakti, uh, the, the, the well-known critic of Corona is saying this, that it must be true. 
And as well, people believing in the virus, then they believe what the critic is saying. Then all of a sudden, when Professor Bhakti, you know, uh, which is not respected as a critic, but when he said, look, uh, as immunologist, um, I have to say, uh, uh, yeah, and it, it's terrible. And he's believing it. He's believing it. He suffers the most. When he's realizing that this is all fake, I think he suffered the most. He's going to be severely ill when he's realizing, oh, this is not the case, thanks God. Then he's going to be ill because he's under complete stress. I had a Zoom with him, you know. He asked me to keep silent with the virus question till the 13th of June because there was a, a public election on a corona law. And I said, Jesus, I mean, how stupid you can be to believe that the people will vote for themselves as long the mass media can suppress information or can, you know, put the wrong information. Then such the idea that you elect, you know, how the, the Swiss people, you know, I mean, that's, 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 that's naive. That's completely naive. You know, uh, such concept of democracy, we, we are voting uh, about the laws and about this, you know, it doesn't work as long the, the mass media, uh, you know, uh, can suppress information and spread uh, wrong information. Thank you so much, Stefan. I pass you to Thank Steve. You. So these uh, both articles soon are going to be translated in English, and I mail you, and you. Uh, uh, I would be happy if you distribute them. And they are, of course, there in in um, in terms. Just send me an email. I uh, just sent them you already, so you have them already. And may have a good sleep. And don't wonder mm -hmm. when in three weeks on you'll get ill. You know. <laughs> <laughs> It, or after those, reading, uh, when when you just get a good sleep back and your hands getting warm again and things like this, you know, then you will see that a trauma lasting on you is over. And then you will see what, what's going to happen. And I really recommend to you and everybody to, to study uh, the findings of Dr. Hammer. And for the time being, that's the most important thing because it shows uh, to you how you work and what is going to happen in future. So you can see it. And when a pain starts, you you are you are you know that it's not the start of the end, but it's the start of the healing. And that's that's a completely different approach. Thank you, sir. All right, uh, Dr. Lanka, thanks for being here. And Stefan, um, please. <laughs> no, Stefan. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we were spoke about Rudolf Steiner earlier. Stuff like, um, uh oh, can you see me? I have for the uh, last ten seconds. I could not hear you. Okay. So, uh, we I, I like the conversation about uh, you know not it's not about fear and. And, and uh, you know, doom and gloom. It's it's um, everyone has to take responsibility for their thoughts and their actions, and and uh, you know, just be kind to one another in, in so many words. Um, so, um, I your the the work you do is incredibly fascinating. I've been studying holistic healing for nearly twenty years, and helping people reverse all sorts of diseases through nutrition and cleansing, and. Uh, the Fages um, 
is such a cool thing, uh, you know, because you when you were in Lake Constance where you grew up, the, the you noticed the lake, these tiny spores that were alive and helpful. They weren't, you know, they uh, they weren't destructive. And I don't know. Do, do you know uh, the work of Dr. Royal Rife at all? Yeah. Yeah. So with with him in the 1930s, I uh, he built a microscope called the Universal Microscope that was could see 64,000 times. And he was looking in real time at filterable mm -hmm. uh, bacteria that no one could see. And in essence, he said that, you know, he, he called cancer a fungus that spawns from a bacteria that he could create based on nutrition and the, and the terrain and that he could make it go away back to the bacteria that it spawned from. Mm -hmm. And it's, and in mm -hmm. a lot of ways that you said that the phages are spawned from bacteria based on the mm -hmm. terrain and the nutrition mm -hmm. and the environment. Is that correct? Mm -hmm. Well, the phages were not considered to be live and therefore they became the blueprint how viruses should look like when old virology gave up themselves in 52. Till 52, a virus was defined as a piece of toxic protein only, right? And that the protein has its own ability for self-replication. So it contains its own genetic material. But then doing researches on phages, it was known in 52 that proteins need a nucleic acid for to replicate and therefore the nucleic acid became uh, the tool or became the, the molecule which they thought uh, uh, is the book of life because when you uh, are in this materialistic thinking which was sharpened um, in the year 1858 by Rudolf Virchow and till this time uh, it was considered that life already starts anew, right? Inside the living being, but starts anew. And uh, Rudolf Virchow said no, uh, because he came in contact with the atom theory of Democrate. And so he was using this atom theory, which is completely dangerous for our perception, you know, because it doesn't allow us to imagine the big goes through into the smallest. There is a stop in it imagination through mm -hmm. the atom theory. And Virchow um, said the smallest indivisible unit of life is the cell. And whereas in 48, he has a very humanitarian approach that state and medicine has to become one. He had to become part of the government because he had such a lot of debts from his father, he won't allow him to get priest, right? So after the revolution in 1848 failed in Germany and the contrary happened, the political situation got much more rigid and stiff. Virchow was not punished to be on the barricade because he was protected by his uncle from his mother's side. He was the boss of the German Freemasons and the friend of the Prussian king, right? So he became immediately high-ranked professor at the University of Würzburg. And in those 10 years, he developed a completely different theory why state and medicine had to become one. And this was, he said, look, 
the state is built up on individual units, human beings, right? But there are some, especially of a certain religion, you know, they become more easily, you know, uh, contagious, uh, egoistic, dangerous and ill and would endanger the head, the king. And in life, it's the same. Life it's construct, uh, consists out of single units and only those units are living. And only by cell division, a human being and all organisms come into life. So what that meant, nobody understood this. What this meant, life is not going to come into existence anew, but um, the damages what one life experienced could materialistically be opposed um, up on the new living being, right? So damages, misbehavior is going to, is accumulating in life and especially in certain <laughs> members of our society, mm. right? Mm. So this was <laughs> And there he established the euthanasia, you know, the, 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 the biology of the Third Reich, that was, 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 was him. And uh, in this time, we have to think all the materialism is forcing us into med uh, models, which are a priori anti-scientific, you know, mm. because it's a misconception. And it also it doesn't think of uh, science, right? It, it doesn't allow anything outside science that's or outside your body. There's no nothing outside our physical body. And that's the problem. It, that's it. And they have to uh, uh, think, they are forced to think there is a, a book of life. And they're in a trap. And uh, people like uh, Reich, Wilhelm Reich, um, then the German uh, Günther Enderlein, they all saw that the concept of cell theory, it's not True, because uh, cells are disintegrating in smaller living units, right? Or indivisible units, indivisible in the light microscope, are finding together, forming units of life. And this is not thinkable inside science because they said, look, Pasteur heated up a culture of yeast and then it was that and nothing happened. Hey, mm. but he was not looking into reality. And yeah. now, it's funny, virologists at the University of Marseille in France, they are fighting that the giant viruses, I've isolated the first one 30 years ago from the sea, and now they find the sea is full with them, you know, yeah. much more uh, organic matter in form of nucleic acid than any other organic matter, all humans together, all plants, all animals, all bacteria in the soil, much more nucleic acid is out there in the seas, you know. And so they realize they are forming bigger and bigger units and that th those giant viruses, you know, that they have their own metabolism and getting bigger and bigger. So they are forming the nucleus eventually, wow. right? And yeah. around the nucleus, you have the tissue, what is going to live. So. Mm -hmm. This is what, what is going on, and uh, thanks uh, to those people, to those thinkers, you know, um, they have seen it, they had of, observed it, but in the dominating academia, where this is not thinkable, they have been outlawed. Yeah, it's you can't even bring it up. It'll get swept under the rug. It won't even be allowed to be discussed. Yeah. The irony is, uh, you know, I like Rudolf Steiner lately, so... You know, yeah. Rudolf Steiner in 1910 
um, he wrote a book where he said that people who get the flu, it's not contagion. It's a sympathetic coordinated That's resonance. And it just has to do with our, our biology. There's more to our physical body. In fact, he also mm -hmm. said that the, the astral or etheric body becomes first and then the physical that's body. So, so, anyway, that's a big topic and we could just do a show on all that. So it's kind of yeah. cool that in 1910, Rudolf Steiner was talking about people yeah. who get the flu. Yeah. It's not because they, that someone coughed a germ on them. Yeah. It's because it's a sympathetic resonance. And but people yeah. are never going to be able to understand that, or they will, but not not overnight. Um, but the 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 thing I kind of I don't want to I don't want to pick at what's going on too much. But if you talk about gain of function research and taking taking so if viruses don't exist, what are they doing in the laboratory? What are they creating? Are they creating a a Frankenstein that I can inhale and then I get the sympathetic <laughs> no. resonance? Or like I don't know. No, look, since Enders 54, who came up with this technique, he was biologist uh, and uh, bacteriologist. And he, uh, uh, at this time, nobody knew uh, how the future viruses should look like. They only knew the old concept is completely disproven. So, and he said, look, when we that doesn't know how the virus should look like, at least let's try to multiply them. So if tissues are dying, like bacteria are dying when we put bacteriophages on them, uh, this could be a proof that we multiply the viruses, right? But the misconception beyond this already is that bacteriophages, if you threw them onto freshly isolated bacteria, nothing ever is going to happen. Those are not viruses of bacteria. It's just a misobservation. When you inbred bacteria, all of a sudden they can't live because in reality they live in a biofilm where life is going, it's coming into existence, right? Where mm. you find always millions, billions of different species whatsoever, you know, uh, only a few promille percentage, you know, known, and yep. then you isolate something out of this context and it's eventually going to die. But everybody knows if you multiply once an isolated bacteria and multiply, multiply, it's going to die. Yeah, It's not living forever. Mm. That's a matter of yeah. fact, only mm. when they freeze it and they re, you know, uh, use it again, you know, so this is a kind of self fooling, mm. but they would die. And only <coughs> when you have such a highly inbred bacteria culture, then it works when you throw something on it, but you could even have a strong eye on it or a little bit UV radiation temperature higher, you know, then they would disintegrate, but they even doesn't disintegrate the bacteria. This is a highly coordinated, wonderful process of metamorphosis because you will find a hundred percent of the bacterial DNA, which was there before the bacteriophages were there, all of the bacterial DNA is transformed in uh, phages DNA. And this phage DNA for more than 20 years was the unique source of biochemistry to study molecular genetics. 
before they were enabled, you know, uh, able to uh, uh, do molecular cloning. They had only bacteriophages. And the, the wisdom that they are there, that they are easily to be isolated, easily to be photographed, easily to biochemically cut, uh, uh, characterized, and then you always find the nucleic acid, the same size, the same structure, this became the blueprint that viruses look like. And I mm. found a phage-like structure in my algae, you know, not mine. Mm -hmm. uh, when the algae uh, can't grow, when the temperature is below 5 or above 25, it's not producing its normal spores, but it uh, produces much smaller spores who are able to survive, which are able to survive in this condition and serve other living being as a as a source of nutrition and power. The first function of nucleus acid is to release energy and the building substance out of water. Here we are in the field of water. That's the primary okay. function of, of nucleic acid. And to end this thing uh, on, on, on nucleic acid and, and corona, it's known since long. RNA comes out of existence, out of the seemingly nothing. It's not nothing. That's the process of visualizing the life. I mean, when you look at uh, Harmer's finding, the tabella, what conflict may hit you here and here inside the body, and if you turn it, the biological conflict into its function, then you'll see there is the building block of a human being. That gotcha. every part of your body, it's a materialized piece of consciousness, a consciousness at this place in the context of the body and logically in the context of the surrounding, eventually of the cosmos, right? And uh, this is what is proven by Hammer in a scientific way. You have just to look at the proofs, look at his work, and you will be back in these things where all the thinkers uh, like Steiner, Rudolf Steiner said, first comes the spirit and then it materializes. And of gotcha. course, when we are there as a matter, we have to follow the laws. You know, we can stop brief, you know, some manage 20 minutes. I managed sometimes five minutes, you know, but then hmm. game over because okay. we need to be in this flow of, 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 of energy. Gotcha. And so, uh, so the RNA comes into existence and everything which is matches in our uh, metabolism. So we can even learn to live on toxins. In bacteria, it's easy. If you feed bacteria with uh, antibiotics, which they can survive in a concentration, lower concentration, so you rise the concentration, which usually uh, normally would be lethal, they survive. Then you reduce slowly the normal nutrition, and then you will find they live on the antibiotics. And when you give them back after a week their normal nutrition and take away the antibiotics in one moment, they would die. So it needs it, they they need days uh, um, to be able to do their old digestion. Uh, probably a bad example: alcohol. If you don't drink alcohol, then it needs. For a year, you need at least half a year to build again, to be able to build the enzymes to cope with alcohol, you know. It's fine, it's easy. So the life is learning with this and this RNA, it's called this RNA world, right? And all kind of, of molecules of variation comes into existence out of their own and 
the virology is taking them here and them and then uh, uh, multiply them and construct yeah. out of multiply uh, millions and for example 50 millions and then they take out uh, only some to build up uh, a strand of 30,000 but it's a mental construct and gotcha. uh, you can do it uh, with every source of, of RNA if you multiply it in a high number you can construct every kind of virus so this is really a, a, a a dangerous self-fooling. I mean, think of what's going on with HIV and AIDS. I mean, I I, I really sometimes uh, getting a little bit angry when the people claiming, look, Corona, it's it's a planned pandemic. You know, there are some very clever people behind. And I mean, so look what's going on with AIDS. What what is happening with Spanish flu before? Goethe was warning in front of the vaccination, you know, the Turkish were vaccination because they have all in their materialistic thing where a, a toxin of disease, Latin virus, it's causing disease. And if you have the antitoxin, the antibody, you'll get healthy. Or if you have a healing crisis, you know, where all the homeopaths were speaking about Franz Anton Mesmer, the healing crisis was central for him, you know, uh, whoops. Uh, so then they let the blood out of your body, you know, because to d dilute the, 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 the toxin of disease, the virus. This was Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart was dying in such a healing crisis. They let mm. too much blood let out of his body, you know, he had no chance. Now he's playing in heaven or elsewhere. You know? Gotcha. All right. Well, I mean, I have more questions, obviously, but time's running thin and I'm going to pass you to Mary. Thank you very much, Stefan. Thank you, and definitely, I, I, I. The next time I have questions to you, you know. <laughs> okay, cool. cool. Yeah. Nice yeah. to talk with you, Stephen. And maybe just to bring it back a little um, to some basic level, because I know you're saying some different things that people might be familiar with. You now, there's the common story that the virus was released out of the Wuhan lab, and then let's look at the premise and say, okay, viruses are not even what you know people commonly think they are. And then you have people saying that the shots contain a spike protein and the spike protein is the bioweapon, but it sounds mm -hmm. like you're actually saying the spike protein is something actually similar, if not the same as what we already all have um, mm -hmm. in, our, in our bodies. And I, mm -hmm. I wonder if you could just comment a little on, you know, on that regarding, did they even release anything in Wuhan mm -hmm. or that was pretty much just people got sick with what they always got sick with and the whole thing was just hype um, yeah, if you could please comment on that. Mm -hmm. Thank you very much, Elizabeth, for this uh, question. Um, I mean, I can't hear myself. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Okay, I can't hear myself. Don't know why, but okay, let's go on. Um, I think the best thing to understand what happens, going back to Wuhan, what happened there. Um, on 29th uh, December 19, a medical doctor in a Wuhan hospital believed that seven people isolated in a room with masks, they have SARS. And he freaked out. He informed with a kind of WhatsApp, the Chinese WhatsApp, seven medical doctors in another hospital and asked them to wear as, uh, masks as well because he thinks SARS is out there. One of them put it on the general internet and the population freaked out. 
here you should know that in Chinese, you know, they are really afraid of SARS because it has been celebrated in South China, in Hong Kong, Shanghai, 2003, with 800 people dead. So, and you should know as well that in China, more people than in the United States are not able to enter ever in their life in a hospital. They just can't afford it. They have no social security whatsoever. But in the case of a pandemic, they're allowed to enter the hospital, to be tested, to get treated. So everybody jumped into the hospital. Everybody, you know, with bronchitis, with asthma, with dry cough, whatsoever, headache, mm, things, you run into the hospital. So the Chinese government sent out on, on 31st of December already the, the quick uh, plague task force, you know, viral task force from Beijing to Wuhan. And they immediately started to check who had some problems with the lung. And by uh, 20th of January, they had 49 people with lung pneumonia without known cause. So those 49 could be uh, suspected people, you know, having a new plague. And they have been isolated and everybody being in contact with them, family members, friends, hospital staff, everybody was isolated and they kept them under observation. If one of those thousand people being in contact with the 49 got ill, none of them, right? So they said, look, it must be a terrible, difficult to transmit virus from an animal at the animal fresh market to a human being, but it's not transmissible amongst people, right? And a probe from Wuhan was not analyzed in the lab in Wuhan. It went by air to Shanghai, to Professor Chang, who is the quickest bioinformatician to construct, to assemble viral genomes. He already assembled 16,000 viral genomes. So the government sent them there and said, look for a bad coronavirus, this could be. And he assembled this virus after 40 hours receiving the sample. Usually they have at least two weeks working day and night and they worked really the whole staff, you know, and had it ready in 40 hours, sequencing and the assembling. But what they could not do in this time, when they published it on an internal web page, all rheologists are publishing their preliminary sequence and said, look, I was the first. And uh, then on the 10th of January, they published it open for all virology and all lay people who are knowing that those databases is there. And on this day, the German virologist, Professor Christian Trosten, already sent it per airmail his primers, which he fabricated five days before. And he fabricated three different kinds of primer sets. And the one fitting most to the sequence the Chinese published, this primer set he sent all over the world exactly to the places where he expected people from Wuhan would land. So South China, 
Thailand, Japan, Taiwan, Hong Kong. And it happened like this. A medical doctor who became public in SARS 2003, he went by train, <laughs> very difficult. He went to Wuhan and said, look, the Chinese government is lying because this is virus is easily to be transmitted. Because I have two patients in South China, they have not been to Wuhan, but they are positive for this virus. And that was the Boston test, which primers are degenerated, a primer which does not fit 100%, so it can react easily with whatsoever. This primer is called degenerated, and Drosten uh, was sending degenerated primers. And you should know, he's doing it on behalf of the company Roche, and Roche has the patent for the quick PCR technique. <laughs> and his friend, he's the boss of, of uh, the company in Berlin, uh, who is producing those primers for the company Roche. So this is just also about business. But I cannot say that he is doing it in a criminal way. He was just quicker than his shadow. He, he fabricated his primer, not knowing what kind of sequence the Chinese would publish. So, but what happened then? The Chinese government was fighting because after this press conference in Wuhan, the panic went up because then he said this, this whistleblower, the eye doctor who's, who believed that SARS was around, you know, uh, that this whistleblower, this is uh, the future man of Chinese, China, right? And this was a confrontation with, I mean, Trump would have killed everybody, would uh, claiming him a liar, you know, at this time. I mean, uh, in Germany, he would be arrested immediately, you know, and uh, think about China. So they had complete the lockdown. What happened after the lockdown? China never had a lockdown and China never ever had more than 100 positive cases a day. <laughs> that means they are much below the false positive rate. And you understand that means that the Chinese understood what happened there very quickly. But they had the panic. They make a really hard lockdown unplanned with garbage cars putting the meat just on the, on the street before the house because they were not allowed to leave the houses. Yeah, you read, you have to read the books from the dissidents in Wuhan who have been there, Fang Fang, the Wuhan diary. Just read it, then you'll see what, what, what happened there. And so they had, and now this is the, the essential of uh, the answer for your question, they had to create another disease because the Chinese government, whenever could prove, look, these 49 people with severe respiratory problems, SARS were not infecting anybody else. So they came up, yeah, but you are going to develop uh, other diseases in future or later than, you know, 14 days probably for, we don't know. And this is where they have been forced, all the virologists, you know, yeah, they've always, they're living for fear. They're living for fear. That's their job. That's what they are paid for. The bread you eat, the song you sing, 
or even the book you read, the song you sing. And this is what happened. And so we have COVID as a never ending story, which automatically as every balloon growing quick is going quickly to explode. So this is why I can announce here and now already game over, game over. That's it. And with our attitude and with more information, getting the word out, but please not with anger and please with understanding for the others. That's most important that everybody is well received because we live in a mental cage in a mental prison since more than two and a half thousand years, right? And we are forced into this thinking and that's the explanation and that's the good message. And with this kind of information connected to essential facts, you know, uh, this word is going to spread strong and helpful and with love. That's the word. But it sounds, you know, stupid if you have not uh, had the chance to outline the context, you know, just a naming, a branding, you know. So, but that's it. Uh, so, we have, they were forced into a new disease, like all kinds of syndromes. AIDS is a syndrome, measles is a syndrome, but every syndrome has a limited number of diseases. But this limitation, they had to give up and they didn't have to give up. This was the only chance. As soon as they were not giving up, oh, look, this was all an error. There was no, no virus out. But this was not possible because uh, uh, the, the dissidents all over the world spread the world. Look, we have a really plague in China and the government wanted to suppress it. And therefore, when there, as soon as the tests were out there, oh, we have infection here and there, and, and the whole field started uh, to play the music, the COVID song, you know, the coronavirus, and they have to to do it. Otherwise, we would have. I'm I'm absolutely sure. Without Corona, our economy would explode because now they can take all their investment out, which they invested since 50 years in molecular genetics whichever never is able to work because it's a whole misconception. The cell theory is misconception. We are built out of tissue and only on the edges in the bone marrow, real cells are, are produced, you know, you could name it sperm cells, but even the notion of an egg cell, it's, it's wrong. It's a huge dot of tissue, right? And all embryology shows we are tissue and all when all the enrolling is finished, all the organs are there already. Then after this, you'll see the first nucleuses separating each other. And this is misunderstood as, as cells and so on. So I recommend you really, Elizabeth, go into the book and in the reading of Harold Hillman. He disproved the whole concept of, of cell theory, you know, and also most things on, on biochemistry. He has a, a very nice book. I, I can really uh, make it available to you quickly. Uh, Evidence-based cell biology. And you'll find freely available uh, articles on, on the internet. Harold Tillman, 
He is an unknown hero, an unheard. Thank you, Stefan. I'll check, check that out. And um, due to the time, Carl, I'll pass it over to you next. Hi, Stefan. I was pressing the wrong button again. I, no, no, yeah, my no, no, I can't hear you. That's, that's good. <laughs> uh, great. I uh, love this conversation. Um, there's a few ways I can go. Um, and so there might be two different directions, but one of the things I'm troubled with is um, these vaccine vaccinations that have been given out. And for putting aside whether there's viruses and all, you know, whether that exists, it just makes me suspicious that there's no liability with the companies they're being made mandatory. They want to get them out. And the reason the direction I'm going in is because I read other papers regarding nanotechnology and this human brain, artificial intelligence, uh, the cloud connecting it up. And I was quite shocked to read a paper from 2019 <laughs> where they say to get the nanoparticles in, they would inject them. And then they yeah, would yeah, auto-position yeah. themselves within the brain. They're making them small enough to get Absolutely. across the blood-brain barrier. So that's yeah. the nefarious side of, of, of the discussion. And I, you know, I don't want to spend too long on it. Um, but that troubles me because uh, you know, the vaccines don't seem to be working. They don't seem to be giving protection, whatever they are. But there's a mad rush to inject people. And then you see people with magnetic arms, trans, uh, what's it called, uh, trans, uh, magnetofaction, etc. So if you just briefly, perhaps, if you could just comment on that, and then I'd like to talk about a bit about water and things like RNA coming out of nothingness. Mm -hmm. So look, we are vaccinated because of the old ancient idea of four liquids. And if they will stack one of those liquids or in combination turns itself into a toxin of disease, Latin virus, right? This idea was abandoned in science already in the year 1840. And Virchow was really contributing to this idea because everybody looking into our organs saw that the alteration that disease is leaving in the organ, it's not entering right and left to the other tissues. And all organs have always four different kinds of tissues. Tissues, right? But three-dimensional tissues, right? Okay. Four. And this was seen already when they were able to look with glasses. Malpighi in the six, 1650. He saw that the theory that the poison of disease is diffusing. And we still have this idea in, in cancer. I mean, please get hold on the writings of Eugen Rosenstock, you see, and you will scream out three times on every page on, you know, his deep thinking and uh, you're really getting very quickly thankful for, for the body of information that deeper understanding. And he wrote in 56 that uh, they are doing uh, pseudoscience and he wrote, they are doing science on the falsificated 
ideas of Pasteur as would it be rabies. And I mean this we have, we believe that some molecules in our body are doing a conspiracy against ourselves and become stronger than ourselves and have the only aim to eat us up the butt, you know, and kill us and then eventually going to move inside the body. And this is the what the majority is believing that something gets to uh, in, 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 in the devil inside our body and out of control. We have to burn, to, to radiate, to, to cut out everything, you know, uh, because the bat is there and it's very contagious. Hey, and uh, it's able to walk inside your body. This is the idea of metastasis. And if you are believing against uh, metastasis, you are also believing on flying metastasis viruses. So this is one, right? And this was criticized already in 1956 to the point, at the point, right? So, and uh, we think uh, our immune system also recognized the bad cancer cells needs to get stimulated probably, you know. So this was all the approach with RNA vaccination against cancer, right? So, and eventually we'll vaccinate that the body is producing, getting a real protein or the whole virus and makes its antibodies against and the antibodies in reality are globulines and globulines are just globular proteins which are there all over the body to help us uh, to build new vessels to build new nerves to repair nerves to help us when when we have internal or outside bleeding I mean, this is the source of repair proteins and uh, to build us up. And if they lose energy, uh, the surrounding gets acid, they lose their globular uh, shape and get, uh, you know, uh, two-dimensional <coughs> and stick with their sulfur groups to all other proteins. So they build a mesh to construct new tissues, but also to repair wounds. And so you have to destroy something inside your body to increase the number of globulins and they are considered the antibodies against the enemy, against the toxin of disease. Therefore, we vaccinate. And uh, this is just not true that this RNA works. It's, it's eaten up immediately if you inject it inside the body. But what happens, what is really dangerous are the nanoparticles because they are so reactive that the body cannot get them out easily like other toxins. They are longer inside the body. And if, if they are moving away quickly from the site of injection, then you are at risk building a thrombosis. You know, or when they enter the nerves going up from ganglion to ganglion and always stop the energy flow. And this is narcolepsy. You fall down all of a sudden and all the people smash their, their skulls, you know, their, their heads because they are not protecting themselves. They just fall asleep, you know, and this is nanoparticles, right? But if it's over, it's over, you know, of course, then the disease is caused by a trauma released by a vaccine. And this is happens, happened a lot. Uh, after the first shot, oh, oh, it's it's dangerous. And then they read in the newspaper, what? In Germany, 1,000 people dead. The officials uh, acknowledge, oh, yes, Jesus, hi, all the old, you know. And then in that moment, even days after the vaccination, when it gets hurt and you probably get a tick or uh, <clears throat> absence or whatsoever, or, you know, 
And if you then get a shock, a trauma, that it's, it's going to kill you, then a process in the terms of the Hamayanischen uh, understanding, you know, the new medicine, I prefer to call it biology after Hammer, to honor him and to say biology after him, it's not the same. There is no violence, no war inside of biology. And this is unique. This is his special individual uh, 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 approach. None person since two and a half thousand years got rid of the notion that biology, you know, is keeping somehow the devil inside of us, you know. He got rid of it, right? Thanks God to Rike Gerd Hammer. So, and this is it. Uh, when you know how biology in, works in reality, you know, <laughs> nothing can come from outside. There is no place, you know, in reality for this concept. So this is another approach to learn how biology works and automatically you are losing uh, the fear from such kind of concepts which are not working. And all this, uh, the, the, the toxic spike proteins, this is the old biology uh, till 52. This was abandoned in, in 52, this kind of biology. But it comes up with prions, you know, that a, a, a prion is somehow strange, uh, 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 protein, you know, it puts his information and then it always gets the other shape and all those proteins are disabled, you know. This was BSE, you know. Billions of cows burned, you know, and this burning was the proof something dangerous is out there, right? And by the way, I, I use this thing why I am also very confident why Corona uh, is over. It's, it's, you know, so to make it clear. Biology not works on an individual level that when we are traumatized, we are in a sympathetic level, you know, a constant alarm. And then when we change our attitude, when you are able to what happened, so we can smile again, or we resolve the trauma. In reality, we go down into vagotony in the healing process. But in all healing process, we ever have a healing crisis where the symptom comes up. And we get stuck here, the symptoms are repeating. So when we have something where the symptoms, always the same symptoms are repeating, we know we are already in the healing phase, but not over the hill. Somewhere we stack. Mentally, with our concepts, you know, that we cannot get, let it go, what happened, or energetically that oxygen, something else is, is missing. So, so, but this is happening also in society. A friend of mine showed that the whole history, you know, uh, that we all have the collective healing crisis. And what now happened in Wuhan, the whole fear, historical fear of plagues was all of a sudden was awakened, but all of a sudden it was all also slowed down by the lockdown. And think about a year before in March, you know, two, three months for everybody. This was a really Christmas and Easter time in one. Everything silent, everybody thrown onto his own, his family, you know, the, the skies clear, you know, the highways free, you know, so. And this means the fear which was induced immediately was away. And this is a, a, a uh, a really important thing that we can go into a collective healing and the amount of people going to the streets 
And this is only the visible tip of the iceberg, those we see, because the majority won't be seen in public by their neighbors, by their bosses in the job, in whatsoever. So this is the direct proof that this fear, historically fear, was disabled by the lockdown on its own. So this is one aspect I want to, to add. So you're basically you're basically saying that it's it's um, it's energetic in origin. It's a trauma on the human population, which then manifests as a symptomology. Yes. yes so definitely. that's okay. Yeah, I, I, I'm I'm getting that. Because um, I was also thinking Gunther Underline. He used to talk about um, you know what the endobiot, uh, which being yeah. these small little particles. Um, mm -hmm. And we get into discussion of what is life and what is not life. You get down to that level. Um, yeah, yeah. But then, depending on the terrain or the energetic mm -hmm. environment in which it lives or is, it'll become, um, a, it won't be a problem or it'll become pathogenic, depending on the environment. And you, we usually describe that in physical terms, mm. like temperature, acidity, et cetera. Mm. But that can also be defined in terms of energetics. It's because the energy is always primary. Uh -huh. So, so this is interesting because you know I'm also sort of thinking that um, you know for a long time in biology they thought uh, the stuff of the body was basically an insulator because they kept when they were examining the contents of the cell they would desiccate it and get rid of the water, but water is the key ingredient um, because it then it's a semiconductor and it and it can react and then you get into quantum field theory with water uh -huh. and now you open up the body not only to outside itself with the electromagnetic field but you can talk about torsion fields and extra dimensional properties that extend to yeah. the universe so it brings it on a whole different spiritual level now but i find it very interesting that you talk about it <clears throat> this whole COVID thing I mean, what was troubling with the my initial question was I read these papers and they have pictures of nanobots that will auto position themselves within the brain, and they have names, uh, you know, symbi um, what is it, uh, synaptobots, gliobots, yeah, and endobots, yeah, 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 yeah. And, and, yeah. and I'm going holy, and they want to be able to upload yeah. the brain and download things. Yeah, and I'm going, oh, is, yeah. is is that yeah. what they're trying to do? But that's yeah. that's a new, that's a, that's that's a problematic discussion. I much prefer yeah, to no, talk no, no. about yeah. things coming yeah. out of, no. of, of the quantum field, as it were, like RNA. Mm -hmm. And Luc Montaigne, he used to talk about um, coherent domains in water that would, uh, um, you know, um, uh, a few million molecules, they would create these small regions mm -hmm. of coherence that could then propagate magnetic field vectors to reach out to other magnetic field vectors in the environment. And you'd mm -hmm. have this communication between every individual part and the whole. And so uh, I'm opening it up towards the water end and, and for things mm -hmm. coming out of the ether like RNA, uh, I find that fantastic. Um, mm -hmm. So if you'd like to comment in, in maybe in that direction. Oh, yes. I, 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 for my eye, this is the most important thing, water, but not water, the ether. The membrane water is building on the surface. This is very strong, the surface tension. 
This substance is completely different than water. And it's not what Professor Polyak, you know, says the fourth phase of water. No, it's a unique substance. And this is the substance we are out of. All our tissues are out of this substance. And this is not water. And it was Gilbert Ling, the scientist, you will see a friend colleague of, of Harold Tillman in this movie project uh, on the back of a tiger. There you will see Ling and go. Ling since 52 said there is not water in the cell. It's not water. And this we have to really this model that it's water inside comes from Wirchow. Wirchow has is from Theodor Schwan, but Theodor Schwan never worked deeply in this thing because all the people working with cells and tissue, they saw, oh, the, the liquid of the tissues is the cell, what we consider cells. It's sticky and it's fatty soluble. It's not water. And that's very, very important to get it. And I have a, an article, Pi Water, on my webpage. And read this and you get quickly in because what, what is radiating is the substance. This is in the ether, in the air. It's not humidity. Please not. <laughs> Only when this substance gives away its energy, it condenses, will get fog. And if it gets more energy, away then we have the rain you know and this is what we are taking in the indian philosophy said this is prana and the chinese chi and this is what the nerve cells is uh, transporting and this is what the the, uh, the, the, uh, the the heart is producing we make vertex bubbles this is the arterial pulse you know till they are completely dissolved and then they are in this tissue where everything is out of. So the lining of the wings take these tissues, produce energy, take, take the energy out, making heat. So our heating system inside the body are the wings. And therefore, this dense matter, which has a density of 1.4 kilogram per liter, gets back into water. That means it's an increase of 50%. And this is going to push the blood back to the heart. So we have valves only in the wings, only valves, so that the pressure cannot go backwards, only forwards to the, to the thing. And this has been seen by Harvey in the, in the 17th century, which is not considered as a scientist, because he saw everything is full of life. And that the, the blood is going to the transformation and he got it right. Not only that you can see there's a circle, you know, uh, but also that there is a transformation, you know. And if you are stuck in the atom theory, you are stuck. And uh, because, I mean, in the, in the Bible it's written, if you are not uh, going to become like children, what does it mean? If you are not reaching the full power of imagination, then you are lost in, you are in hell already. And this is what uh, Irving Chagaf, the big biochemist, and I was happy to have him as a teacher when he uh, gave, gave me advice, you know, and I learned a great deal from him. And uh, I can only recommend his books, The Fire of Light. You really have to read it, you know. Irving Chagaf, and he wrote in his book, uh, Outlook from the 13th Floor, 
Uh, he rejected the claim of a physicist that we can now prove that all those uh, uh, mythological figure, figures, you know, the, the kobolds, the, uh, all those angels, they do not exist. And he said, no, you can't prove that something is not existing. But, and Erwin Chagav says it, wrote it down, if you take away the imagination from the children, you kill, you destroy the basis of humankind. I mean, when I read this, I immediately start to cry because I, I, I felt that this was such a deep impact, this power, what, what he said, what he realized. And this is what happened with the atom theory. We cannot imagine how gravitation works. In reality, it's easy. Every matter, every element goes back into this matter, into ether and comes out of. And so we have interaction with all kinds of bubbles, different uh, diameters. And this is all what we can measure as wavelengths. And so we, we design it two dimensionals, making two dimensional designs, all of a sudden what is real, resulting the dualism between wave and particle. But this is a mental, 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 you know, uh, fooling that you, 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 in, in reality, this is oscillating bubbles. It's always three dimensional. There is no wave, you know, like a snake, you know. So, I mean, but this is what the atom theory uh, made with us. We lost the imagination and then we are in, 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 in models which have no, you know, uh, basis in, in reality. And we lost contact. Whereas when you, I mean, when I learned this from an East German biologist, Dr. Peter Augustin, you know, in, in, in four years before I ran into Hammer. So when I ran into Hammer, I immediately had an explanation why something became more dense in the brain white and why something in the brain becomes a black circle, less dense. So I had it already because of this dense matter, you know. So, and uh, when I came back from Berlin, when I started to understand this, I was grateful. I was there. I was back home. I come back home into the universe, into the cosmos. I was not feeling like before that there is a vacuum that I, I get lost and, you know, that there's nothing and darkness. No, there's always everything. You know? Yeah, absolutely. But, and this is it. And I, uh, so, I think when you go into this uh, perspective of water, everything what you learned, you will understand on a much deeper and a much uh, a better level. We are living in the source of energy, building substance, and the information substance. It's one. And this was called by Aristoteles, ether. Right. Here we are. So water... Water is a unique substance. You, you said that what's in our cells is not water. Uh, no. Did you? But it, but is it? But is it hydrogen, oxygen molecules in a different configuration? No, it's it's it, this it's, dense water. It's what? Then substance. It's this dense substance, and it's fatty soluble. And of course, every chemical reaction going on uh, uh, is resulting in water. So we have, for example, mm -hmm. the lymphatic uh, liquid going through one eye. It's a minimum five liter a day to keep the, the, the class body alive. Five liters of, wow. of uh, 
lymph, lymphatic uh, liquid comes comes down. And the pineal yeah. gland too. The pineal yeah. gland yeah, is, sure. is 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 yeah. water too. And so yeah. wherever you find life, it's, it's not water. It's it's the dense substance and it's fatty soluble. So and what is it? Processes. What? What do you describe it as? You don't describe describe it in terms of atomic theory or chemicals, do you? No, you're no, describing no. It as, no, as, no. You're describing it as the ether, as 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 this as a substance that uh, I, I'm thinking of the quantum field full of potential. Yeah, yeah. And no, then no. and and then I'm thinking the material world. Is this somewhere? Yeah. Is it a bridge? Is it a bridge, or is it? Well, um, I. It, it sounds hard, but just stop using the words atom or or even smaller yeah, yeah. particles, quantum, and then uh, uh, try to find other words for what you observe, what you feel, what you know. Just use other wordings because those okay. words are not not correct. Yeah, and, and going they, back they to the thing, everything yeah. is in the word. Everything is in the word, as your as your yeah, friend said. Yeah. And you know, in the and beginning I, was the word, and that's vibration. That's energy. That's, that's resonance, that's and that's the that's way we should think. Yeah, I, I, that's no, it. I, I I believe that yeah. absolutely. And yeah, yeah. my my own hypothesis is that everything spins. Everything, every all bounded energy spins, and when sure. it spins, sure. water spins. It takes on all these amazing characteristics. I know I'm going back to water. I need to learn the other stuff, but. Um, you know, even the heart, uh, it's not so much a pump as a, 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 a torsional oscillator. It spins yeah. the blood. Yeah. And I've even heard that it can create uh, heating forces in your limbs by creating two vortices, longitudinal, that rub off each other and all this fantastic stuff. Um, so um, there's, there's, one, there's one statement that I love, um, and it's to quote the, uh, the, the poet uh, Rumi, the Sophie uh, uh, poet. And he says, we come spinning out of nothingness, casting stars like dust. So I just thought I'd leave you with that. I know we're running out of yeah. time too. So uh, <laughs> Stefan, I hope we can have a conversation again. And uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll pass you back to Grace. Thank you very much. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, thank you. Well, thank you, thank you everyone. Um, yeah, this, this kind of topics, we just need to have a conversation every day. That's it. <laughs> so, Stefan, yeah, uh, if you have any more um, profound information for us, or uh, you know, just if you have anything upcoming, any upcoming book publication, or you know, or last few wisdom for us, please. Look, I think this uh, should, Hartmut should do it. And if he gets on my email uh, distribution thing, if he gets the magazine, right? Uh, so he's immediately distributing it uh, 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 to you. And I mean, uh, Gunnar Kaiser, he had the idea and he'll start with this on the 6th of August this year. He called this Symposium. You know, a symposium uh, that uh, uh, people talking freely, you know, about contradictory things and, you know, whatsoever, but with, with uh, 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 respect for, for, for the other one and to learn to go deeper. And I think uh, we are able to pick this up, this idea, honoring him always on, and, and do it in, on the international scale, right? And uh, then to define the topic we are speaking 
beforehand so that for the unprepared listeners or uh, viewers it's not seeming to be chaotic too much you know because uh, you know if you only hear some keywords or you know oh what he says you know i can't follow right um, this is it what i keep saying um, when the heart is full the the mouth can you know <laughs> uh, overflow right okay so but um yeah please i mean um we can go on to think about certain topics and i mean this is what uh, uh, dean browse done with the freedom talks uh, he has on odyssey already you know and uh, with tom coven and andy uh, kaufman and those discussions are already have been prepared and you know uh, uh, organized organized by uh, by dean prowse before and you will see what we have already the output always is wonderful you know it, when, when it's it's uh, uh, structured before then uh, the outcome of course uh, when we come to one topic it's 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 good so it would also be good to come in contact with with dean prowse he's in contact with a amazing russian therapeut a young uh, lady kate she's so powerful so so focused and she's uh, now especially in the russian world and arab world she translated uh, the interviews in 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 20 languages already so uh, this would also be a good uh, thing to uh, uh, get her and Dean and Tom and, you know, involved and, and Andy, you know, to see that uh, um, we are preparing this and, uh, for example, yeah, for every month, for example, you know. Yeah, um, yeah I, I know you're collaborating and, powerfully with them. And mm -hmm. uh, just mm -hmm. so you'd be excited also, we're going to have Andy Kaufman and Tom Cohen for the second time. So that would mean we're going to have you again for the second time and the third mm -hmm. time. And maybe all of you can come together. <laughs> so please be with us. And, uh, okay. and the, all, all the other information that you recommended, the books, if you want to send it to me, I can include it in the description when I upload and publish this in platforms. All of us will try to upload it in many other platforms, OK? So Perfect. thank you so much for everything that you do. And to all the viewers, yeah, whatever resonates mm -hmm. to you, um, see how you can apply it in your life because we just don't want to have a lot of mental masturbation. We really want action so that it could change our lives. It could change the community. All right. Thank you. And in German, it says, Duncan, right? Danke, yeah. <laughs> and it says, uh, Guten Abend, a good evening. Wiedersehen. <laughs> so, thank you to everybody. Thank you, thank you Stefan. Thank you, Stefan.